0: Welcome to Walking Lab's podcast series on walking research creation that aims to distill Walking Lab publications and content into audio form. This is the first podcast in the series. In this podcast, you will learn about critical walking methodologies and walking research creation. If you are an artist or new walking researcher, this podcast will introduce you to the field of walking studies and walking lab. Walking Lab is co-directed by Stephanie Springay and Sarah E. Truman. You can find print publications related to these podcasts at walkinglab.org. While not necessary, the podcasts are designed to be listened to while going for a walk. I'm Rebecca Conroy, artisan researcher, and I'll be your host today. Walking Lab organises international walking events conducts research with diverse publics including youth in schools and collaborates with artists and scholars to realise site-specific walking research creation events. Walking Lab acknowledges the traditional and unceded territories on which our work takes place. Walking Lab is accountable to Dylan Robinson's insistence that land acknowledgements often operate from a politics of recognition and perpetuate settler colonial logics rather than disrupt them. As will be introduced through the podcast series, Walking Lab asks walkers to consider where they are coming from in relation to Indigenous peoples and territories where they live and work and to consider why a land acknowledgement is important to them. This introductory podcast will discuss the need for critical walking methodologies that trouble the often overused figure of the flaneur and provide an overview of walking research creation. You can find examples of this critical walking practice in subsequent podcasts. Walking has a long and diverse history in the social sciences and humanities. Recently, there is a sense of urgency and affirmation surrounding walking, which is entangled with the desire to generate research and knowledge in situ that is community-based and that is attuned to more than human entanglements and encounters. In an era of complex social and political issues, such as climate change, capitalism and forced migration, to name a few, there is an increasing demand for public and community action. Further, academics continue to grapple with ways to present research findings to non-academic audiences. While marginalized and oppressed people take up ways to transform and decolonize social and political space and institutions. To this end, walking has become more than a utilitarian or pedestrian mode of getting from place to place, walking is an ethical and political call to collective action. Significantly, Amidst the urgency and renewed interest in walking is a shift in the ethical and political intentions that are brought to bear on questions of who gets to walk where, how we walk, under whose terms and what kind of publics are produced. Against the backdrop of health and well-being that promotes walking as a free and accessible way to exercise, critical walking scholarship accounts for the ways that walking is imbricated in legacies of settler-colonial harm white supremacy, and functions to police and regulate diverse bodies. To that extent, the flaneur is a problematic walking trope in that he is conditioned by autonomy, ability, whiteness and masculinity, and as such, he is able to walk anywhere, detached from the immediate surroundings. The flaneur emerged as a distinctive figure in 19th century Paris. He was portrayed as a disinterested, leisurely observer of the urban scene, taking pleasure in losing himself in the crowd and becoming a spectator. As an elite figure, the flaneur was able to wander the city with no purpose or destination in mind. The flaneur enjoys a tremendous amount of spare time, is free to move in urban space and possesses the detachment of a scientist, although he often writes or is written about poetically. The flaneur remains anonymous and detached from the city, and thus is supposedly able to observe the world around him. Walter Benjamin wrote on and popularised the anaesthesia of the flaneur. In the decades since, many qualitative researchers, particularly those interested in urban ethnographies, used the flaneur to inform their practices. Instead of the flaneur... Walking Lab posits different conceptualizations of walking that think critically about what it means to move. For example, disability scholar and activist Eliza Chandler narrates how when walking in the city, her body is figured as being in place and different at the same time. Chandler's critical disability research emphasises the problematic images and representations, including those offered via walking, that need to be disrupted. Instead of the strolling flaneur, Chandler's walking narratives of dragging legs and tripping toes enacts a different narrative of moving in the city. In another example, Garnett Cadogan details his experience of walking in New York City and the list of tactics that as a black man he has to employ, such as no running, no sudden movements, no objects in hand, no hoodies and no loitering on street corners. Quite unlike the invisible and detached flaneur, Cadogan's tactics emphasize the material realities of walking while black. Feminist walking artists and scholars Deirdre Hedon and Kathy Turner argue that the history of walking engenders a fraternity and valorizes individualistic, heroic, and transgressive metaphors taking up Hedden and Turner's convictions, Walking Lab is attuned to critical walking methodologies that don't assume walking is a convivial, automatically embodied, inclusive and depoliticised mode of doing research and pedagogy. Theoretically aligned with feminist theories, anti-racist theories, queer and trans theories, critical disability studies, affect studies and anti-colonialism, Walking Lab insists that walking methods must engage with the intersections of gender, race, sexuality and disability. Critical walking methodologies attend to walking beyond health or as innovative method and in particular take up walking with an attention to anti-ableism, anti-racism and anti-colonialism. Critical walking methodologies insist that the intersections of identity, the place where research takes place and how one moves through space be critically complicated and accounted for. For example, Walking Lab collaborated with Carmen Papalia, to recreate the project White Cane Amplified. Here, Papalia replaces the white cane with a megaphone, which the artist, who himself is a non-visual learner, uses to instruct other pedestrians and vehicles about his presence and to request help from participants in crossing streets and navigating urban spaces. Papalia, in contrast to heteronormative notions of a self-reliant male strolling through the city, requires participation from others in order to navigate safely. Although dressed in dapper clothing reminiscent of the historical figure of the flaneur, Papalia queers the notion of a flaneur who is described as an incognito spectator who strides effortlessly through crowds in detached anonymity. Papalia instead continually speaks through his megaphone, Is anyone there? Can someone help me cross the street? Is it safe to cross? I can't see. Papalia requests assistance from strangers, yet the megaphone, rather than serving as a device that provides assistance, amplifies his anxiety and vulnerability. Walking Lab approaches critical walking methodologies as a practice of walking with. Walking with is informed by Indigenous scholars Juanita Sundberg, Bonnie Freeman and John Johnson, who articulate with as a more-than orientation. With is a preposition. It is used to indicate associations and connections between entities. However, walking with is more than merely additive. It is not simply a plus sign. Rather, with is the ethico-political intentions brought to bear on walking the place where one walks, and the concepts, bodies and archives that are co-composed by walking. What this means is that with does not simply indicate that a walker is walking with a dog, with a sunset or with another walker. Rather, with is a milieu, an active set of relations that are composed of dimensions and vibrations that materialise a moment of space-time. Withness emphasises complicated relations and entanglements with humans, non-humans, land and an ethics of situatedness, solidarity and resistance. Walking with is a deliberate strategy of unlearning, unsettling and queering how walking methods are framed and used in the social sciences and the arts. After the break, we'll discuss walking research creation. Walking Lab's critical walking methodologies materialise through research creation practices. Research creation combines creative and scholarly research practices and supports knowledge and innovation through artistic and scholarly investigation. Research creation can be described as the complex intersection of art, theory and research. Research creation asks important questions about how we come to do what we do in the university at this moment in time. How can we create transdisciplinary practices that disorient and disrupt disciplinary, methodological and ideological boundaries in the university or, more broadly, in many different institutions? Research creation is a geographically specific term that has emerged in Canada as a signifier for artistic research, where emphasis is placed on the co imbrication of creative practices and academic research. Notably, it is the term used by our major funding body, the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council of Canada, and therefore must also be recognised as constructed within increasingly neoliberal institutional models of knowledge mobilisation. While research creation might very well be driven by an institutional desire for legibility and value, if informed by feminist, queer and anti-racist practices, it has, according to Natalie Lovelace, the potential to interrupt the university as we know it. Lovelace claims that research creation has enabled artist researchers the opportunity to re-story their interdisciplinary practices within institutions and challenge questions about the legibility of art as research. Research creation is composed by concepts rather than discrete definitions or procedures. Rather than thinking about existing data to be mined and extracted from a research site, the generativity of thinking-making-doing of research creation germinates and seeds. Research creation is not a thing, but an event that emerges from the middle. To practice research creation requires being inside a research event. This means that quite often an artist-researcher does not have all their directions or procedures determined prior to beginning an inquiry. Walking research creation insists that walking scholarship open up trans-material relations between human and non-human entities, become accountable to indigenous knowledges and sovereignty to land, consider the geosocial formations of the more than human, prioritise effective subjectivities and emphasise movement as a way of knowing. Walking research creation is accountable to an ethics and politics of critical walking methodologies. Thank you for listening to Walking Lab's podcast series on walking research creation. You can find print publications and references on their website, walkinglab.org. You can also subscribe to the podcast series using our RSS feed. Walking Lab is funded by the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council of Canada.